Whoosh! Wah! You've just been pushed out of an airplane up high in the skies of Brazil. And there's nothing but you, your parachute, and the ground far below you. And it's getting closer by the second. Open, open! Oh, you useless backpack! Phew, finally. But you notice, you're now gliding straight. Oh no, you're falling down into the Amazon River. There's nowhere to escape now. Splash! You're in the water, covered by the heavy canvas. You push it aside, struggling for breath and trying to find your bearings. But as soon as you free yourself from the parachute trap, you notice some strange movements underwater. There's one dark silhouette circling around you. Hey, there's one more. Two, three, five. There's a whole school of fish, and they seem to be a little too interested in you. Oh no, you freeze in horror. Piranhas. All you want to do is scream in fear and get away. But wait, piranhas are calm and even a bit shy. They usually won't go after humans. In fact, it's like with most animals. They're afraid of you more than you are afraid of them. Plus, they're more of scavengers than hunters, so they're not really that into you. But if you make any sudden moves, they might panic and want to come and check out what's going on. With their teeth, of course. Some piranha species are even vegetarian. Don't get your hopes up too high, though. These surrounding you probably wouldn't say no to some nice human steak. So, yeah, either stay calm or try to move really slowly. Red-bellied piranhas, the most dangerous species among them all, have very good hearing and react to noise. That's how they locate their prey. The entire school communicates by sending signals to each other when they find potential prey. Try not to become it by yelling. Red-bellied piranhas not only hunt when they hear noise, but they also produce it themselves. If you pick one up, or if it faces another fish, the piranha barks like a dog, like they aren't scary enough already. Don't throw away your parachute just yet. If there's anything in your backpack, try to protect your hands and feet. These are vulnerable, easily accessible, and probably quite tasty targets piranhas might go for. Their jaw is strong enough to crush bone, so some solid shoes and thick gloves will come in handy. Movies often present piranhas as ferocious monsters with a huge set of saws for teeth. No wonder we're all afraid of them after seeing them ruin all the lake fun during the spring break. Hollywood actually picked it up from Theodore Roosevelt. At the beginning of the 20th century, he wrote a book where he described piranhas as the most ferocious fish in the world. He said he saw a school of these fish deal with an entire cow in a matter of seconds. Well, it might not be entirely like that. Research showed this is not quite a typical situation when humans or some bigger animals face piranhas. Yes, their razor teeth are really insanely sharp and around one quarter of an inch long. It's common that marine animals such as sharks and piranhas often lose their teeth. Sharks lose them one by one, while piranhas replace them in quarters. Piranhas have a strong bite, and the reason why they can actually take down animals many times their size is that they don't waste any time chewing. 
as they snap their jaws and bite down, the food simply goes into their bellies. They rotate, change position all the time, bite their prey, and take turns incredibly fast. So, if you see that boiling water effect going on, it spells trouble. Mega piranha, the ancient relative of today's fish, lived around 10 million years ago and had an insanely strong bite. T-Rex's bite, for example, was only three times stronger, despite being way bigger than Mega Piranha, which only weighed around 22 pounds. We're not part of their everyday diet. Piranhas are more likely to go after animal remains or some sick old animal that can't even move properly. Hopefully, you're not close to their eggs because they won't hesitate to use their teeth to protect them. That and the situation when they're literally starving. Those are some moments where their attack can be a little bit extreme, like with that cow from Roosevelt's story. Still, research says dealing with a bigger animal like that within five minutes requires around 500 piranhas, which is definitely a lot more than any recorded wild school. In fact, the common shoal size is often around 20 so they'll need a bit more to take you down. Slow-moving, shallow, and warm water is something they prefer to chill and breed. So if you have the chance, try moving to deeper, colder water with stronger and faster currents. Okay, so you manage to escape piranhas. You're swimming, the river is taking you far away, and oh no, a fin is heading your way. As if the Amazon River is not scary enough already, Now it needs to have sharks, too. And it's not just any shark. We're talking about the bull shark, one of the most dangerous species, related to tiger and white sharks. Plus, it even has the strongest bite of them all. Piranha who? These guys are in way more movies than them. Bull sharks can be found in both saltwater and freshwater, and they simply love warm, shallow river-type waters. Yes, like where you are at the moment. They don't rear their young or lay eggs. Similar to mammals, their pups are born live, which is why they prefer to go for freshwater habitat. They eat turtles, birds, crustaceans, and other fish. Those that live in Africa sometimes even attack hippos. They're not often lucky with those beasts, though. They're really not that picky when it comes to food so I doubt they'll refuse a tasty bite swimming towards them. Even though the only thing you want is to catapult yourself as far as possible at that moment, try to stay calm. Maybe a shark is just chilling because it already ate too much, so it's passing you by without any interest sparkling in its eyes. Move slowly, float, and keep an eye on the shark. Wait for it to swim away from you. Oh no... Maybe the first one doesn't feel like going after you, but the second one came a little bit too close. Okay, different rules then. These animals prefer easy meals that will swim into their mouths, so they will certainly appreciate if you don't defend yourself, which is exactly what you should do. Go for sensitive body parts, such as eyes, gills, and nose, especially if you have some sharp objects. When in shallow water, Take a defensive position and stand firmly on the ground. Show off a little bit with all those moves you used to watch in martial arts movies. If there are reefs, rocks, or some other firm objects around you, 
back up against them so the shark can't surprise you from the back. If you're in open water, it would be better to have a companion to take a back-to-back -back position so you can cover all directions. Boom! You got it in the eye! Startled, the shark is leaving. But don't relax just yet. It will probably return after its eye goes back to normal. Now it's time to let out all your panic and swim away as fast as you can to finally leave water and all those creatures lurking under the surface. You get out to the shore, breathing heavily, and try to relax. Hopefully, it's over now. Haven't you gone through enough? Oh no, another noise! What is it now? You're flying over the Pacific Ocean when suddenly a storm hits the plane, causing it to shake. The aircraft begins to descend and you lose control. You quickly put on a parachute, eject yourself from the plane, and land on an island. It's a good thing you were the only one on the plane transporting some goods overseas. Luckily enough, the storm hasn't damaged your parachute. You unstrap yourself and head to the closest shelter under some palm trees. You're waiting for the storm to be over. The next day. The sun is shining and the waves seem nice and friendly. You wake up and look around. Nothing but a large stretch of water encircling you from all directions. Not a boat, human, or another living being is around. You scout the island, trying to find anything. You don't even know what you're looking for. On one side of the small island, you see some scrap metal and remnants of the plane washed ashore. You rush over there and try to see if there's anything useful. Too bad everything is destroyed. However, one sealed box has made it. You open it and see dozens of duct tape rolls piled on top of each other. After going through the island, you head back to your camp, dragging the box of duct tape. You try to figure out what to do. Soon, you get a light bulb moment. There are some places on the island that are hard to access, and since your shoes have been damaged, you fashion out some sandals. To do it, you grab some branches and try to use duct tape to make a new pair of shoes. After many failed attempts, you almost give up. But then, you attach some duct tape to pieces of tree bark that are roughly the size of your foot. Those are going to be the soles of your new shoes. The duct tape is smooth and won't hurt your feet. After adding several branches, you wrap the duct tape around your feet and voila! You have duct tape sandals. Now you can venture into the rocky parts of the island without damaging your feet. As you walk along the island, you start feeling the heat. You wrap your shirt around your head, but it's not enough to protect you. You use some duct tape to create a hat with the help of leaves. Then you place it on your head. You're now safe to go. After a while, you bring back some stuff you found around the island. By this time, you've started to feel that your tummy is rumbling. Next, at a rocky reef, you spot some large yummy crabs and fish, but you can't catch them with your bare hands. You grab a long branch, take some palm tree leaves, and tie everything together to make a net. You then use the duct tape to reinforce it and head to the reef. You're wearing your makeshift sandals and the hat to protect your head and carrying the net to catch some fish. 
So far, you've only used two rolls of duct tape. After a while, you manage to catch some fish and crabs and take them back to the camp. You make a fire and start grilling your catch. You're sitting on a log, but such a seat isn't too comfortable. You take some duct tape and make a mat for yourself. Once the food is ready, you feast on it. Now another problem, water. There's no fresh water around, but a storm is coming. Meanwhile, you take some coconuts and eat dessert while drinking coconut milk to freshen up. You prepare a small hut by gathering branches and leaves and duct taping them together so that water can't seep into your new home. At the same time, you create a funnel out of duct tape to collect rainwater. After getting into the funnel, the water is collected in a makeshift pond, also made out of duct tape. At this point, you've used almost half of the duct tape rolls. The storm starts brewing and you stay inside your hut where you have your new floor mat. You're bored, so you create a chair and table out of duct tape to make the hut a little comfier. It starts raining and you notice that some water has gathered in the reservoir you built. You immediately drink it using a coconut shell as a glass. Your hut manages to withstand the storm and you catch some Z's on your comfy mat. The next day, you check the duct tape supply and see that you are now halfway to finishing your last roll of tape. You've made a secured and solid hut and have a steady food supply from the reef. You've already spent five days on the island, so now it's time to find a way out. You've tried your best to seek help, but nothing. Not a plane or ship in sight. You're desperate to get out, and you're lucky. You spot a cargo ship very far off in the distance. You need to act quickly. After reviewing your box of duct tape, you decide to create a raft to sail away. You gather enough food and water for the journey and get to work. You start by collecting large logs for a base and setting them side by side. You have some rope made from tree bark and leaves to tie the logs together. It's big enough to fit you. You then get another set of logs and place them on top of the base and repeat the same process to create a second layer. This way, you minimize the risk of sinking. In the end, you duct tape all weak spots to reinforce your raft. You use some branches to create oars for rowing with paddles made out of duct tape. You see that you've used around 75% of your supply, including the tape you use to construct the hut and furniture. It's not as strong as fresh duct tape, but it still does the job. After the base and oars are finished, you create a small hut to shelter your food and supplies and protect them from waves. Also, you make a mast out of wood and use a piece of cloth as a sail. You put the raft on the water and begin rowing. So far so good. You open the sail and take a break from rowing. You turn around and take a look at the island that has been your home for the past five days. You're going on a dangerous journey, risking it all. But if you remain on the island for too long, then you definitely won't make it. It's been an hour already and the island is barely visible, but the ship is getting closer. 
you still have one more roll of duct tape to use in emergency situations. The waters are calm, and you see dolphins swimming around. You snack on some fish and drink some water before noticing that the waves have gotten larger. You prepare your sail and duck for cover. It's a good thing your raft is sturdy. Large waves crash against it, knocking off some of your food and water. But the raft is still in one piece. As time passes, the sun begins to set, and there's still no sign of life. You use the rest of the duct tape to repair the raft. Even though you lost some food during the storm, you have your net to catch more fish. You start a small and safe bonfire in a coconut shell, cook the fish, and start eating. You turn around and spot a ship coming your way. You immediately grab a branch, light it, and start waving it for the ship to see you. It looks like it will miss you, but then someone on the ship notices you. They drop down an emergency boat to pick you up and rescue you. It's safe to say that duct tape has truly saved your life. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.